Ready Check Radio. Oh yeah, what's up internet? It's Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means here on Ready Check Radio, it is time for the Relic Grind, our Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix podcast. I'm your host, just like every week, Mike Byrne, here to talk about Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix, everything else in the world of Squeenix. Final Fantasy XI on the agenda today makes me very happy, makes me a very happy camper. I don't have the love I once did for it, but I still have a soft spot for it. So we'll get into that and so much more. Thank you for joining us. We've got Twitch chat here live, ready to chime in with their opinions. You too can join us Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv forward slash ready check radio. Or if you're listening on one of the multitude of options like iTunes or Audible or anything, Head on over to readycheckradio.com. You'll see all of our episodes there from the day we started over a year ago to all the socials. So you can follow us on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all of that. We are like, what was it, six, eight, something like that. Now I got to check. We were so, we're so close to 300 followers, 293. We need seven YouTube subscribers to hit that 300 mark. So help us out. It's easy. It's free. And put a comment Give it a like. All that stuff while you're there. You know, feed the algorithm. Spread the love. Joining me, the master of spreading the love himself, Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkoth. And don't ask me what that means. I I honestly don't want to know. I, he oh just handed God. me a business card one day that said, master at spreading the love. Mm-hmm. And all the states, I'm now moving to Idaho to spread the love there, so... Greetings programs. My, don't mind my mess. I'm I'm packing for a move in a couple weeks, so but uh squeezing some time in for the show here because I love you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. You know, good luck on the move. Good luck on the move. Yeah. Uh we will have a show next week as normal. So we'll be back on uh, the tenth, seven PM Eastern, no problem. But then we're gonna take the seventeenth off so that uh Tark can move. And we're anticipating it probably kind of being a little slower that particular day anyway. Yeah. Because the live letter is, of course, the next day. We'll be back on the 24th to examine that. I don't know, uh, Kronos, if you're around and I'm around and we want to do something live, I mean, we'll sit there and, and live react to it. I don't know if Happy and Sly got something going and we'll get a last-minute invite. Like, I don't know. Whatever. Also on the line, Adam yeah. Lane, a.k.a. Kronos. What's up, dog? Not much, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would be down for that. And actually, I, I was talking to Tark. I thought it was like an ungodly hour. And then I just rechecked the time. It's like 9 p.m. Eastern. That's pretty tame. Yeah, 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 yeah. For a live letter. Yeah. yeah. I remember the last one, man. Oof. We were there's all, no way. I, we I said last time. Pretty there's ragged. No way. There's no way this is a six-hour live letter. fourth hour, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, <laughs> no way. We said that about the last one. And then around 4 a.m. Eastern Keys Coast time, we're still sitting there with Happy and Sly and just kind of, oh, okay, are we done? Can we? I love this game, but can we be done? Uh, but what are they going to talk about? You know, the live letter did get a date. We knew it was February. We kind of thought it would be a little later in February, the way Yoshi P was talking about in some interviews. But looks like they're going to do mid-February, uh, so on the 18th. Uh, that will be the first live letter I'll get to see being a 41-year-old. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. My birthday is like six days before that on the twelfth, so I'm kind of excited about that. I guess we don't know a lot about what's gonna be on this one though, and and that makes it a little weird because this would normally be like you would expect this Tark to be like the six point one data dump, but they've already sure. kind of teased, kind of yeah, yeah, like a part one type thing. But they've already kind of teased that they're gonna be saving that till closer to 6.1's launch. So I, I would assume that, yeah, we'll probably hear a little bit about, uh, you know, uh, Crystal Conquest PvP or the 24-person Alliance raid coming in 6.1. But from Island their, Sanctuary, please. Yeah, but from their own... Yeah, Island Sanctuary. From their own description, though, it doesn't sound like they're going to get too involved with that. They're kind of... The, the description leaves it to me, at least to me, reading it, it looks more like 
we're just going to be looking at the extended future of the game, not 6.1 in a vacuum. Literally, the show details where it would normally say, we're looking at this and this and this and this and this. All it says is, newfound features the next 10 years of Final Fantasy XIV and Endwalker Q&A. That's it. That's, that's it. all that's on the agenda. So what do you think they have up uh, up their sleeves there? Well, I think they kind of did this, you know, he was very forward during the whole 1.0 days, um, kind of detailing a roadmap of where they were going and what they were improving. I think he's going to kind of do that again with uh, this live letter. He's going to really detail their roadmap, how they're going to move forward, because they also, you know, they have full backing from Square now and they're sparing no expense. I kind of hope that they really dive into the improvements that they're planning to make for the game, where it's going to leave, because we've got a whole, basically a whole reset of the story. We're in, in new territory. We don't know where we're going. So, yeah, I, I would love to hear what their thoughts are, uh, especially since he says that this is, you know, his, I'm thinking this might be his last 10 years. You know, he wants to do 10 more years. Um, and maybe the plans of like, kind of like a, NFL team like he's the coach but he's bringing up these people to maybe take his place um, so I'm really excited about what he's going to share with us yeah and 10 years well I should say another 10 years another Kronos 10 years, yeah. is a long time for an MMORPG like it's already in the grand scope of MMORPGs one of the older ones that is still chugging along at a very successful clip Right, while managed to maintain that clip for a long time, still has moderate successes today. But we, I think, we'd all agree, is on the on the down uh, down curve. While Final Fantasy might be arguably still on a, a bit of an up curve, but then looking out ten years, that's a dangerous proposition sometimes for these gaming companies to say publicly. Internally, that's fine. Here's our ten year plan. But when you start having the ten, everybody remember Destiny's ten year discussion. <laughs> back when De Destiny 1 launched uh, or Anthem Anthem's 7 to Ooh. 10 year discussion like it starts to be a little dangerous and I think when you start having those discussions we're going to talk about some of the questions because the Endwalker Q&A portion uh, is soliciting your questions and our questions if you want to put them on the forums you can may not be answered but get them in there when you talk about looking forward 10 years for an MMORPG, Kronos, you also start now opening up the ballpark, let's say, for questions like graphics overhaul, uh, mm -hmm. back-end system management, uh, debt reduction from the technical debt of the PS3 era, and now arguably in the next two to three years here, the PS4 era. Uh, so you start opening up those questions and I don't think you're ready to actually answer a lot of those questions la yet. So does it maybe feel disingenuous to be approaching a 10-year plan like that publicly? I, I don't think they're going to go that deep. It's probably going to be more broad strokes, if anything. I think you might get a lot of information on that we already know, like about the servers and how they're going to like fix that stuff and how they're going to apologize. That, that, that I think you'll get that whole spiel. Um. Well, and that's, that's my concern, you. though. I agree with yeah. you that I don't think they're going to go that in-depth. But when you put, hey, these are the two topics, and one of them is looking forward to the next 10 years, and you don't really talk about a lot of stuff like that, maybe it feels a little disingenuous to me. That's all. Yeah, maybe a little. And, and maybe they do touch on some of the the things that you were talking about, where like there's going to have to be some pretty big... If they're going to go for 10 more years, it can't be like it is now. I think like you can still have the blueprint, right? Like the patch cycle, all that stuff can still continue on. But I do think you're gonna need to see like some graphical stuff. Like you can't just be having like these community members making a lot of these add-ons to make the game look nice and play better. Like they need to actually have that stuff yeah. in the game, especially since the game's also on console. So they definitely are gonna like if they're gonna go that deep, they need to touch on those things for sure. I don't know how deep they're really gonna go yeah. past like some of the server stuff. Yeah. That's um, why it kind of just feels weird. Like this is hey. it. It does, but the, the thing is, there's, there's also a lot of stuff that's going to be in this point one patch. So I'm, I'm thinking they got to touch on some of it because there's no way they can handle all of that in one other live letter, and they're still going to have some massive eight hour, which they might do. <laughs> they might do it. I don't know, but that, there's a lot. I mean, you got the 24 man, you got housing, you got uh, 
to do P- a whole new PvP mode with like all rebalancing yeah. all the classes. Then you got like I mean, this this could be an ultimate. Which I, I mean, I'd be cool if they just spent a whole live letter talking about <laughs> how we're gonna get three ultimates. You know, that'd be sweet. Um, it's probably not gonna happen, but I hope they touch on it. I hope we at least see it. I I really hope we see it. But yeah, I, I don't know how. I I don't expect them to go that deep. They can't just like be like, "Here's our ten year plan." I think that would be kind of stupid. But what? What from a technical standpoint, if we're talking about that, right? Like, I don't expect them to get into the next 10 years, Tark, on, like, here's where we're going with the story. Heidelin is over unless it... No, I think they're, you know, going to let that roll out and play so the players can enjoy it. You're in a position right now where you... Very similar, as you said, to the 2.0 launch, where nobody really knew where the story was going to go, right? Uh, Mm Dalamud crashed into the planet. Okay, we'll see in 2.0. Well, you've kind of got that moment here. The main story is wrapped up. Where are we going to go? We'll see in 6.1. You know, <laughs> you, you you have that nice spot to be in where there are no real expectations or, hey, the story better go in this way or this direction or this. So that you could take advantage of. So let's take that the story stuff off the table. If yeah. you're doing this live letter or you have a chance to sit down with Yoshi P right now and ask him, a question on the technical side of things or a wish list item that you would want to see on the technical side of things, what would it be? And and I understand that you're in a little different spot here than than Kronos and I because you represent the console player for Final Fantasy fourteen, yeah. where Kronos and I are, are PC. Uh, so two things. I, I want to know, you know, what they want to do for... Because there's this whole back end issue with storage and space um so glamours and um inventory you know bank space um has been a, a real issue for this game and i'd want to know you know what are their plans for that for glamours um will they maybe go to a transmog system um and then what are their plans for moving the engine forward um because after 10 years 10 more years you know that's a 20 year old game that's going to look really dated uh, in the next 10 years, if not sooner. Um, but yeah, that the and you touched on the technical debt from PS3, PS4. How are they going to bring it up and, and move forward with the system as a whole? That doesn't say anything about potentially, you know, being on Xbox at some point uh, as well, mm-hmm. which I Maybe. find a little a little less likely than I did in 2021. Uh, 2021 yeah. before anything happened like I would have told you it's coming it's just a matter of when now I think yeah. we go back to maybe there's a little bit of an if there I don't think it's off the table and I don't think it went from like 90% to 10% but I do think it slid a little closer to 50-50 um, on, on that anyway separate topic I agree with you my number one thing and it's not related to just glamour it is literally storage like I, uh, I just, I am a kind of amazed that hasn't been addressed by now. Uh, in certain ways, uh, I think the retainer system for storage is archaic. Uh, it comes from Final Fantasy XI. You know, that's what you did with your Mog House, and and you went to your Mog and you dumped all your your stuff on your Mog, and it's just kind of an extrapolation of that whole system. Uh, I don't see any reason why gear uh i hate the armory chest i i've i've always hated the armory chest i get it uh and i also like that that gear isn't in my main inventory so i can appreciate it from that aspect but uh, i there's nothing worse than all of a sudden looking and seeing like all these different bags at 29 of 30 or 33 of 35 and you're just like oh fuck I got to go through and manage these again. I want I want collection menus for all of that stuff. If I got that piece of gear at some point, give me a little check mark yes. I, I don't want the item itself and all of its stats stored in my bag, stored in an armory chest, stored at my retainer, stored here. Yeah. Just a, give me a menu and you know what? I understand that there's a challenge with gear specifically because if you do that, then you you drastically change crafters, gatherers, and economy. So maybe I get that you don't just let me have that piece of gear at all times, but let me have the glamour for it at all times if I have possessed it at one point. 
You know, if I want to equip that specific piece with those specific stats, I got to go buy it from a crafter, make it myself, go get it from the dungeon again. But as far as the glamour, give me a glamour menu. Housing items, I am stunned that housing was so far down the road, Kronos, that I'm not really sure why it was implemented the way it was. Like, they had time on that. That one should absolutely, to me, just be a collection. Um, and not take up any inventory space, not have its own storage bags inside your house or anything like that. Here are as a list of the 7,000 housing items that are in the game. And the ones you have are highlighted. And the ones you don't are grayed out. Done. No storage needed anywhere, and it's a yes-no flag in a database. We're not talking about tons of numbers. I'm not minimizing the amount of data being stored here. I'm just like saying it is amounts, small. right? Yeah. It's just yeah, a yeah, check mark. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you have it. Yeah, yeah. Even that's yeah. a little weird. Like, they, they are just like, can they love buttons. They love, <laughs> they love icons for everything. Like, there's, is there really a reason for every minion to have its own button? They're all in 4K now. Right. 4K icon. <laughs> Those icons look pretty awesome, man. Just every single one got a fucking button, Kronos. <laughs> all your mounts. Maybe that's where all the storage is. It's in icons. I do <laughs> so have a mount hot icons. Bar, so I can't really talk much. Uh, but, no, I, like, I, I agree. I, I have been asking for, like, something similar to, like, the transmog stuff for a while. It would clean up a ton of inventory space and it would just like remove the need for the glamour dresser altogether. I just don't know if they're going to yeah. do it because everything seems to be built on top of the same system like you said. Yeah. Where it's all like kind of that way. To me like I, it, it sucks. Like I wish they would just overhaul and, it. And, and oh, I, I, I don't think we should diminish this point either. A lot of that I mentioned Final Fantasy 11 just because that's where the original mm -hmm. concept came from when they started 1.0 development. Um mm -hmm. There is obviously certain aspects of why this is the way it is uh, in the Yoshi P era simply because that's what he had to start with and right. it could not be changed yeah. to certain degrees. But if we're going to look forward to the next 10 years, it's time to start looking for some of those things to change. Yeah, it's definitely a big thing that needs to change. Like, 100%. It's at least, I think you got to start with the Glamour Dresser, really. Like, that's the biggest thing. Because when they introduced the Glamour Dresser, it was actually amazing. It freed up a lot of, like, I mean, because before, that was what your retainers did, right? They just held your gear that you were going to Glamour. Yep. And and now they just hold the gear that doesn't fit in your Glamour Dresser and maybe some crafting <laughs> materials. And so it's like, I mean, uh, maybe and maybe they're worried about pissing people off that have been paying for, like, three years that have, like, 80 retainers. But I... I don't know. They they gotta I, fix I, it. I don't know. You you tell me that you're gonna change the system um, and free up a lot of space. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'll be happy that I can have less retainers and get that yeah. money back. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair too. It, yeah. It's just like I don't know. I I do think it's a really big issue. And if and like in the forum thread, I know we're gonna get into it, but it was all littered there. Like yeah. a lot of people are asking about those things. So it's it's a big thing, and they need to address it at some point. And and if this game's gonna last ten years, I like I agree with you guys. Like inventory has got to be a big thing they need to like resolve, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the questions are on the forums, and as Chrono said, a lot of people are asking exactly that question. So what I did was I asked the hosts to go through the forums, through the official post for the Q and A. Hundreds of pages of questions. 108 at the moment, to be exact. And I asked everybody to take a look at the questions and find some you wanted to bring up here, whether because you thought it was a good question, whether because you thought there was no way in hell they were going to answer it, whether you thought it was a silly question. And uh, let's just say this, gents. If you're going to bring up a question because you want to discuss it a little bit, you think it's a good question, let's give credit to whoever posted it. If we're going to bring up a question to mock it, let's not bring up the names <laughs> of anybody. <laughs> of Fair any, enough. Fair anybody enough. that posted it. Let's play nice. So, Tark, we'll start with you. Uh, so I didn't put any to, to mock because I just felt that wasn't worth the time. <laughs> Um, first one uh, is from Doctor Who 2010. Uh, can we see more rewards uh, be added for Jonathan's achievement certificate exchange, please? Last time something was added as a singular item more than two years ago. 
Um, they made that change because the veteran wards were going away and it was like a partial revamp to the achievement system. You know, use the points uh, that you get from those achievements to acquire those items. Yeah, but then they items. stopped using it too. <laughs> and then they stopped using it. But then they've kind of re overhauled the achievements, you know, UI. You know, where are they going with achievements is, is kind of where I'm leaning. I want to know what they're going to do with that. Yeah, and we've seen the question also. I saw the question posted in the forums here for the the other aspect of that that you brought brought up. Are there ever going to be new veteran reward uh, ranks or prizes? And the answer to that's going to yeah, be they're not going to no. answer that, but the answer is no, because they they stopped that, put in the Jonathan thing, and uh, and then he kind of lost his job as the achievements <laughs> window allowed you to start claiming things from there. And that's an example, though, Kronos, of what we were just talking about, right? It was a system that they didn't like, that they modified in a certain way, and then mm -hmm. they have modified to a more current uh, system in where you open the achievements window and you click claim. You know, I mean, <laughs> and boom, you got it. So we do see them doing the type of stuff we're talking about. But yeah, that's, that's not going to change. That's not going to change. No. Yeah. I honestly they could probably just remove him. <laughs> if they could figure out how to add that stuff to the actual achievement menu, but yeah. they probably yeah. won't. Jonathan Moon is in Maricidia. Maybe you'll see him in another expansion. <laughs> yeah, he's unemployed. Of course a lot of people asking about just can we have more information on Island uh Sanctuary? Uh, when will it be available and do you have any live gameplay of the area? Uh do you think you'll see that at the live letter, Kronos? You think you'll see it on this one? I mean, I don't know, because like, they're being really weird about, like, it's, I mean, it's 6.1, right? Pretty sure we know that. I guess, yeah. Um, so they have to show it and talk about it at some point. But they have this live letter and probably one more. I I think you got to touch on that in PvP at some point. Those are, like, the two big, like, kind of unknowns. Like, a 24-man, I mean, you know, I mean, we know what it is. It's just showing yeah. it to us or whatever. Like, we know what, what it does. You know, it's a 24-man dungeon. It's the same every time. Like, it... You know what I mean? I'm not. Yeah, it's yeah. not the oh, same yeah. right time, but it's like you know, it's it, this is like actual new content. So they, I think they might. Sh I, it's a fifty-fifty chance, honestly, whether or not they show it. To be honest, what do you got? What what questions did you like? Um. So the first one I saw was uh by Ito, and it's talking about like duty roulette rewards, and uh, and it's specifically like alliance roulette, and I kind of agree with this. So I hope they kind of like touch on it. So like, I don't know if you guys have ran into this or if you're aware. So a lot of people remove their gear when they queue for Alliance Roulette so they can just get Crystal Tower because it's the <laughs> fastest way to get experience. Yeah. Um, and right now, the way scaling works on Duty Roulette, not just Alliance, but across the board, is you kind of just get a flat reward based on your level. And I think they need to address that because if I get, like, Tower Paradigm's Breach, that's, like, 45 minutes. If I get Crystal Tower, that's, like, 12 minutes. Yeah. So, they, they, you know, they're, they're, they need to figure out some kind of th way to, like, scale that, and I hope they touch on that, and that might just be, like, something going forward. But, I mean, that's more of, like, a generic thing. I just thought it was cool, because I, I feel like that's been an issue for a while, to be honest. So, I hope they address it. I liked this one. I don't think it'll get answered, but I do wish it would, just from a, you know, my own curiosity. Uh, and this is from Double D Reaper. I don't know if they go by DD Reaper or Double D Reaper. I like Double D Reaper. <laughs> um, now that we've played Endwalker, can you share an example of something that was getting reworked during the two-week delay at release? I'm wondering what can be done in two Ooh. weeks' time of dev time. I trust it was necessary, and I have complete faith in the dev team. I'm just wondering what bugged or what was not up to the quality standards for the release. I think that's an interesting question. I don't think they'll answer it, but really? I would love for them to be like, you know what, Yoshi P didn't like this particular cutscene, and uh, you know he attributed at the time that it just hadn't had the the level of QA testing. Like he didn't say there's stuff that's not ready. He specifically went out of his way to say everybody's done their jobs, everything is the way it's supposed to be, but I am making the call to delay it because it hasn't received as much master QA testing as I would like. So he yeah. kind of left it at just everything's fine. We just haven't had you know enough time to test. We all know that that probably isn't the case. That there was probably yeah. something yeah. behind the scenes 
that didn't work that needed to be altered or something like that. If you work in software, you probably agree with me on that on that statement that you 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 probably don't delay just because you'd like some more QA. QA extra QA is always nice, but it's probably because there was a failure somewhere in QA yeah. that yes. led to needing a delay. So I would yeah. be curious to know what that was. They're not going to answer and that. Though. They're not going to tell you. Yeah, I mean, I work at QA, so I can tell you. It was a bunch of PR, but he, you know, he took the bullet. Yes, he which did. Is, that's what he should. He's a good boss. Like that's what he does. Good he leader. There, there. Some somebody found something that was messed up, probably something big, and that's what caused it. Because there's no way they want to delay that thing two weeks. No. So particularly, I, I'm, I'm sure three and a half yeah. weeks before the date. <laughs> I, I work at QA. I found bugs late into like you know a cycle, and I'm sure that's what happened. And I'm sure it was big. I'm sure they had to fix it. There's no way they were trying to sneak stuff in. Like, no, you don't do no, that. That's, no. like, bad practice and, like, just asking to break more things. So I'm sure that's what happened. But, again, he, I think he just took the bullet. It was a PR thing. And, I mean, good on him. That's that's what he should do. So, um, Tark, one more. One more. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, from Gentle Gentle Casca, what are the plans for Blue Mage moving forward? And when, if maybe, <laughs> can we expect to see maybe another limited job? Yeah, let me uh, go ahead and answer that one for you. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing and no in that order. <laughs> you don't think they're planning anything? I think you might hear some stuff. I really do. I don't think we would in this live gonna, letter. No. Probably not this live letter. No. Maybe like point two or something. But like, yeah, like. I, I yeah, think they have to, they're, unless they're just going to kill the content. I don't know. I'm still yeah, I, I'm still I'm getting mine to 60, them. so I can grab that minion. <laughs> yeah. I got mine to 70. Did you really? Mine's, I think, yeah. sitting at like so 47 many. or 48, something like that. I have so want, many abilities I need to get, though. It's yeah, if you want the triple triad mount, I think you actually have to max it. Yeah, right I'm now. not worried about that. Yeah. That's a mount, not a minion. Uh, <laughs> one more yeah, from cooler, you. are cooler, you're right. One more from you, Kronos. Uh, so this one's pretty long, so I'm just going to cut a TLDR. So that's from uh, Recon 106, and it talks about like healers, like veteran healers being bored. And I, I feel like this is an issue that's been kind of ongoing for a while, too. But also, that I think a lot of people need to understand that this is kind of by design. And if you make healing too hard, that like the veterans are like, oh, man, healing's amazing in these high-end fights, then no one's going to clear. So it's like... <laughs> It's a really fine line. I think Yoshi P's touched on it several times, and I think people need to stop using the excuse that like people are like soloing stuff on Warrior or doing three DPS, one tank, extremes, or and like uh, not extremes, experts, and doing extremes without a healer. That's been happening since the beginning of time. Like that's not new. Um, it's always been the case in this game. That's always been the way, kind of works. Um, and and the people that are like beating like. Cobb with eight tanks, those people are like extremely good at the game, by the way. Uh, and, and not a lot of people can do that. So I, I kind of hope he touches on it, though, because I do think it's a complaint that a lot of people have. But it's like, I think people need to kind of check themselves a little bit, and it's really hard for them to like figure out exactly what to do. I do agree, though, like one button is kind of boring. I think they should probably look into like maybe Expanding a couple more DPS. damage buttons. But yeah, um, like, I don't think they can make the incoming damage much harder because I think then you're really alienating people that aren't quite as good at the game. And you want you want people that aren't quite as good at the game to be able to clear this stuff too. Like, that's yeah. just how it is. So uh, I'm going to go with my last one as being a little more lore-related. So I think maybe this one has more of a shot than some of the other ones we've brought up of being answered because I think... In the Endwalker Q&A, what they really want to do is focus on the lore. They said there were... Yoshi P said last week there was going to be a lot of interviews, you know, this week on... Um, uh, what's it called? You know, the, the Not translating, but l looking at, at Endwalker, you know, and, and how... Oh, I'm totally blanking on the word, I mean. I hate when that happens. Uh, when you're, you know... Not explaining, right? Interpreting, yes. Uh, interpretations of the Endwalker and the ending and stuff. Those interviews didn't come to fruition. We thought we were going to have a lot of those to talk about this week, but you know maybe they're going to come tomorrow and, and through the weekend. But I do think they are going to spend a substantial amount of time in this Q&A probably on 
Endwalker lore more than Endwalker tech stuff. Uh, and I really like this question from Zarlai. Are we ever going to find out in-game about why Xenos was having a dream about the final days every night? He said he always had this dream, so I'm assuming he had it before he got his experimental version of Echo. Fandaniel said Emmett did something. I'd love to find out exactly what happened. Now, I don't know if that specific question will get uh, answered, but I'd love for it to. Uh, and I think there's a lot of little... I don't want to call them loose ends because they don't really... They, they weren't story threads to begin with, uh, but there are little danglers out there, if you will, that I, I think are open to interpretation and is probably exactly what they're planning for this Endwalker Q&A portion of the live letter. So if you want to get questions, go ahead, throw them on there. Uh, by the way, don't forget... You can celebrate your love in Final Fantasy yeah. next week on the 8th, as long as you're level 15 or higher, as we go into Valentine's Day. And we're actually getting barding as the reward. I was kind of surprised. I was like, ooh, all right. We're getting the post-Moogle barding, and that chocobo looks dope. I love that barding. I'm definitely going to... Well, I mean, I'm going to do the damn thing anyway, but... There's no minion. And no minion. But you know what? I'm the one that like looks at the events tark and I'm like, are there minions? No. Okay, let me mouse up. Oh, yay. Housing, housing, food, food, fireworks. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, I'm going to do this yay. for the achievement real quick <laughs> and just be done. And I know Kronos is even less enthused about events than that, you know, than that level of enthusiasm. I'm I'm actually really happy and excited to see barding as uh, uh, an event reward here, and it looks cool too. Looks cool. I like it. I saw a lot of people they want like the glamour for your actual character. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. You have that, oh yeah. They have the hat. Let's go glamour. Yeah, you can get the hat. Cool. The hat's a quest item, but you cannot get the rest of the outfit. So. Nope. Uh, if you want to vote. The SXSW Awards are up. Gaming Awards are up. Final Fantasy XIV nominated for three gentlemen. So let's see uh, um, See if you have a, uh, uh, a guess on if it has a shot to win. Now keep in mind, while this is player voted, the actual winner is determined by a weighted total between the staff, an advisory board, and the public votes. So this is not just raw popularity. Uh, it is up for Video Game of the Year, Final Fantasy XIV, Endwalker. Uh, it Takes Two, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet & Clank, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. So a lot of familiar faces in a Video Game of the Year category. Tark, does fourteen win? Or is it outmatched? Uh, I would love it to win. I don't think it's going to. I think It Takes Two has way too much momentum behind it. Um, people really love that game, and I want to play it with my son uh, once I get moved, but uh, I... I I don't think it uh, carries as well as it's uh, eight takes two is going to. Yeah, Chronos. Yeah, I don't think same. Pretty much the same reasons. Pretty much the same. It takes two. I wanted it takes two to win game awards. So, as much as I would love to see Final Fantasy fourteen and Walker take it here, I don't think it can. I think it takes two is just a juggernaut in the category right now. Uh, And then it's up for. Let me scroll down here. Uh, excellence in original score, Final Fantasy XIV, Endwalker, and its opponents are The Artful Escape, uh, Kina, Bridge of Spirits, which I love that game, The Medium, which I very much enjoyed that game, and Witchwood. I'm going to say it takes it. I-, I think it can take this one. What's up, Oss? By the way, in chat, Oss hanging out with us last night. We were doing some Final Fantasy TCG. Uh, I think it can actually take this category. Endwalker, I cannot wait until that Blu-ray soundtrack arrives. Uh, that was... Damn good music. Yeah. And and I told you guys on the show that it was the first time in a long time I shut my mount music off. Uh, yep, same here. And, and just enjoyed the expand. I still haven't turned it back on either, which is surprising to me. Uh, I just... The soundtrack's amazing. I think it wins this one. Kronos, agree or disagree? I'd be upset if it didn't win this one. To be honest, I think it should win by like a landslide. 
Um, like, like not even close. Just take it away. I, I don't. I don't think so. But I'm also biased. So, I. I <laughs> yeah. It, the soundtrack's extremely good. I haven't cut my mount music back on either. So, it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's one of the best parts of the game. So. Yeah. Sokin you know, and I, the audio team just outdid themselves with N. Walker. Yeah. Yeah. So you're nodding. It. It takes it. It takes it there, uh, Tark. Yeah, I, I don't know any of these other games. I haven't played them, but so yeah, this is my bias. Uh, Fourteen better take this one. Uh, the music is incredible throughout the entire expansion. And Ultima Thule, the way the progression goes to when you have the full song, it's just whew, ironically awesome. that zone is like a controversial zone when it comes to the music. Though your camera blipped again, Gronus. Um, Sorry. Oh, it's okay. You're. There's a lot of people that don't like zone music having lyrics in it. Ow. And that one that one is is a little <laughs> bit controversial. Uh, I personally like it, but I can understand Why? how it's... Well, I mean, if you think about it from an immersion standpoint, right? Like, it's, it's basically playing a song. Uh, you know, somebody singing in the background, and I don't know. I, I guess it comes. He got so many memes, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, well, they didn't like it in um in uh oh shit, uh yeah. What the hell's the zone? Lahi's in. I can't even remember. Raktika. Uh, thank you, Raktika. Great, yeah. great one. Um, they didn't like it there either. They didn't like it there. I did, and it's because I think you know. It, I don't know. I don't disagree with the point it, of view that yeah, the music should like fade into the background and be ambiance yeah. when you're just walking through the zone. I just personally don't share that view. I can understand the argument, but I just don't share it. Excellence, I think it's fine to have a fix, but whatever. Yeah, Excellence I mean. in narrative is the third and final nomination. The going uh, Final Fantasy fourteen N Walker going up against Deathloop, Kena Bridge of Spirits, Lost in Random, and Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes or no, Kronos, you get to start this one. I actually think they lose this one to their own other game. I think they do too. Yeah, Guardians. Of, I, look, man, I like Endwalker story. I gave it a bit of a hard time. I don't think it's like better than Shadowbringers, but Guardians is pretty amazing. I know. I don't know if like all, all three of us have played it yet, but I mean, I don't know. I, I I think it loses to Guardians. I tend to agree with you. Um, and I didn't even play Guardians, but I've just seen and read and heard so many good things about the narrative. That I think it was kind of a surprise almost <laughs> to to fans yeah. of Guardians of the Galaxy how good it was. Tark, can fourteen scoop it? Uh, I right with you, Mike. Uh, I didn't play the game. I, I plan to. I own it, um, but it has. Well, you've got a good excuse. So much love you got a story. move coming up. Yeah, well, I mean, there's been plenty of time, but I just haven't gotten to it. Um, but there's just been so much love for the story um, that I think. Yeah, Square takes it for Guardians of the Galaxy and not for Endwalker. Last thing on the 14 front, gents, before we say goodbye to our Postmaster Chocobo here. This was spotted during AEW wrestling last week. Ooh, ooh. Now, this is a credit where it was posted first by who it was posted by on Reddit by Spellblade91. And that sign is tremendous. Lahi, we're on TV host, Cyclone, Hyperion, FFXIV. And the detail in the drawing is just fantastic. Just fantastic. But what's even better about this story than that showing up on AEW Wrestling was that Reddit found the poster, the, the, who was holding it up. So credit to Radiant Indignation on Reddit. Chiming in, Lolly Ho, friends, that sign was my creation. It was my very first wrestling show ever, so may as well take advantage of the fancy seats, right? My crew had seven or eight signs between the three of us, so it took everything we had not to ruin anything. <laughs> Dynamite was awesome, and Rampage was just as incredible. Wait till tomorrow, seriously. Couldn't talk today from all the screaming, but so worth it. I'm glad y'all enjoyed it. May you walk in the light. Fantastic. Huge thumbs up here from Ready Check Radio. Huge thumbs up on that one. 
Moving on, gents. Let's talk a little bit of uh, Square Enix and just some other stories around the gaming world. We talked last week extensively about Activision Blizzard being purchased by Microsoft and what that could potentially mean for Sony when it came to relationships with companies like Square Enix. You know, could they be forced into maybe trying to acquire uh, even if they necessarily didn't want to, they were fine with their exclusivity contracts and everything. Well, Sony did make a move this week. It was not for Square Enix, but they picked up Bungie. They're going to be buying Bungie, Destiny 2 developers, and they said right off the bat, Bungie's going to continue to operate independently. Bungie, uh, Destiny 2 is staying cross-platform. Like, they came out firing with all the information you would want to know, particularly mm -hmm. if you're an Xbox fan. Unlike... The statements we've seen from Phil Spencer when it comes to ZeniMax and the Activision Blizzard purchase, where it's, yeah, we'd like to keep it on Sony, but we'll see what happens. Total sale price, $3.6 billion USD. So uh, that, that definitely falls in line with what we were talking about on last week's show, where Sony, just as far as a cash on hand to spend, is going to be looking at smaller acquisitions. Not to say that they couldn't do larger acquisitions, but they would come in the way of like stock options and different financing or taking on debt. All of all of these things Sony could do. They, they're not in a bad position, but would you really want to do them? Looking at this, gents, I got to ask, though, last week we were all like, yeah, maybe, maybe when you saw this in your brain. Did this, the buying of Square Enix by Sony or by somebody else, the odds of that actually happening go up or down in your mind here? We'll start with you, Kronos. Oh, and set aside challenges. Hold on. We should put a little disclaimer on this, right? It would be very hard to acquire uh, Square Enix. It's challenging to acquire Japanese companies in general. Yeah. Even when your company is based in Japan, and you are trying to acquire a Japanese company, there are a ton of laws that are more strict than uh, America's monopoly laws. Not to say that any of these are monopolies. They aren't. We've already made that clear. Even the Activision Blizzard Microsoft one doesn't come close. Yeah. Although the FTC is now going to step in and do an, a, an additional investigation, which they should. It's a $70 billion deal. Um yeah. Let's set all that aside, right? Like, it would be very, very challenging for a U.S. company to acquire a Japanese company. There's still challenges for a Japanese company acquiring a Japanese company. Set that aside. The likelihood, did it go up or down when you saw that they stepped in and bought Bungie, Kronos? I mean, slightly up, I guess. I don't really think that this buy is really that particularly, like game changing this is a community know. buy is what it is it, yeah because it's like you, you really bought like a singular ip right well sony did say that they're working on 10 new live service games over the next four years that bungie is going to help with that and in particular one title that bungie is working on that we don't know about yet yeah, take, I it, mean, take it for what it's worth, but yeah, you, there wasn't, cool. it wasn't yeah. just grabbing <laughs> Destiny 2. This was a yeah. community yeah. play in my book. This was them snagging almost a million concurrent players across all platforms oh, yeah. at any given yeah. point. That was the grab. They, they also said, like, I think they had been planning it for a while. I mean, I don't know how much of what they said was BS either, but I think buying Square Enix is still a whole other beast. Uh, just, like, just from, like, what you're buying, right? Because, like, the Activision Blizzard deal, that was, like, a a huge buy like i mean it's a, a lot of things like this is like you said it's like a community buy and you get right now in the immediate you get destiny 2 and then maybe whatever else they make right so i think still buying square is like you're you're buying like not your i mean you're getting final fantasy which is huge but then you're also getting like all their other stuff like tomb raider like everything yeah and it's so important to remember like we talked about and the phrase i used was a gaming arms race which I now fully believe that we are in and it's going to be a wild 2022 on this front. But don't think that this was a knee-jerk purchase. This deal has clearly been in the works for six or seven months. Like, these balls yeah. move slowly down the hill. Uh, these things don't happen overnight. So these this was going on while Microsoft was doing their thing and neither two companies, you know, maybe they heard rumors, but they didn't know anything about it. For me, I think 
the odds of somebody attempting to acquire Square Enix probably went up. But I I caveat that real big with the word attempt. Yeah. Setting aside legalities, which make it even harder, but I think there'll be a, a an attempt. If there hasn't been already, and if Square Enix didn't lie about it last year, when the rumors were there were attempts by both Sony and Microsoft. Um, but I also think you need to look at it probably from Square Enix's point of view. Does it benefit you right now, Tark, to be bought? Or can you survive just being, you know what? We'll keep our just exclusivity contracts going. Like, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> like, if Sony spent the money, I-, I think Microsoft would almost want Sony to spend, try to spend the money on Square Enix. <laughs> because buying Square Enix doesn't hurt Xbox. It doesn't hurt yeah. them. They they have very few titles uh, yeah. the on day one release anyway. So they're like, yeah, go ahead, spend the money. <laughs> so I, I, I yeah, go ahead, buy them. Great. I think if you're Square Enix, you're just like, we're good, dog. We're good. No, I, I agree with you. I, I think they're in a space where they feel okay because they, they also publish um, a bunch of games for other studios as well. Um, they have so many different fingers and different pies and don't discount um, their so relationship not... with nintendo you might think they do a lot yeah. of exclusive yeah. stuff with playstation but they do yeah. a lot with nintendo too i mean triangle strategy uh, nintendo switch coming out so yeah they, they have a relationship with nintendo um that's that's growing uh for a long time they didn't but um it's it's bearing fruit um the f- first thing that i thought when i saw this deal was this is the most bizarre deal that I don't think I've ever seen. I've never seen a deal like this where the studio gets to keep their publishing rights and is autonomous to do what pretty much whatever they're doing. It's just they're moving all the assets and everything under the Sony ledger and everything else stays the same. It's it's just kind of weird. I don't but know the, if you've ever seen this. Is that weird, this. though? That's Sony's track record, this, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's Sony's mm. track record with acquiring larger entities when they were when they acquire the smaller ones yeah they do kind of just like absorb them into some other studio but for the most part unless you have like a pretty big failure on your hands uh of a title they they do at least perception wise give off the aura of our studios have a little more autonomy than other studios do now whether or not that's true behind the scenes i don't know i'm not I'm not there, but I, I always felt like Sony tried to put on that persona of, yeah, we own you, but you do your thing. You do you, boo. Like, I mean, they've pushed the indie scene for like the last two or three years, uh, but yeah. they scooped up all these different indie developers, but look, they are still indie. Yep. Oh, that's not the way Blue that works. Mark, yeah. That's not the way that works, but okay. Um, <laughs> they're not indie anymore if you own them. <laughs> yeah. But um, So the, the second thing that... Um, cross my mind, and I don't see a lot of places touching on this. Um, it is a, maybe part of his bought the IP um, because Sony is, you know, multimedia. They can now take Destiny and make a TV show. They can make movies, um, so they can go and expand Destiny to where something Bungie couldn't do on their own. Right, but so did you need to acquire to them to do that though? Uh, no, no. But I think that's part of it. Yeah part of the decision making so overall and I, I tweeted this um, that the likelihood upticks a little bit for Square to be purchased um, or attempt to as you said um, and, and Sony can say hey look at the deal we made with Bungie you know you retain your full publishing rights yeah. you do what you want you know we can offer you that same deal you know so you just be under our banner but you still operate as normal so up takes a little um but i think uh as we touched on the the laws in japan uh japanese acquiring a japanese company um might come in the way of that we'll see i mean it's it's gonna get more interesting chronos throughout the year uh this is not over by a long shot um there's there's stuff we don't know about rolling behind the scenes right now i promise you i promise you there Jim is, Ryan uh, even said there's more to come. There's yeah. more acquisitions to come. So. Yeah, it, what, yeah, Jim Ryan said it for Sony. Uh, Phil, Phil Spencer had already said it for Xbox. You know what Nintendo said today, by the way? I don't know if either of you two saw this. 
Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Then they say, "Hi, we're still here." They were like, right? "Yeah, we're we're not acquiring anybody." <laughs> yeah, they don't need to. Forget about <laughs> us. Like, we're still here. They're like, I I, I still don't think Square. Do, I'm not Square. Uh, Sony doesn't need to either, but they care. I so don't much think about Sony needs stuff. to either, but I feel like they've they might have been boxed a little bit into a defensive corner, where if they don't pick up certain people that they want, they're afraid Microsoft will. Um, not yeah. necessarily mm -hmm. that Sony wants to go buy them, but that Sony doesn't want Microsoft to buy them. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Maybe Square will buy someone. I think there's, I think there's <laughs> more value in buying IPs. Like we yeah. saw this, yeah. by the way, we saw this exact same sidetracked, and we'll probably go a few extra minutes because of this. Uh, we saw this exact same thing, right? When Netflix got huge and then you started seeing like Hulu and Disney Plus and HBO Max and all these streaming, CBS and blah, 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 like all these different things. They all, all those companies rushed out to buy content, buy content, <laughs> buy content to throw yeah. under their subscriptions. That's, that's what we're seeing here. There's no coincidence in the fact that Sony bought Bungie has a million players almost concurrently uh, across all platforms for Destiny 2 in a live service game at all times and simultaneously said, hey, in their investor stuff, we're making 10 live service games between now and uh, 2024 or 2026 or whatever over the next four years, and Bungie's working on one of them too. There is not a coincidence in that that is what is going on and what they said. This is all subscription, long-term play, you watch. You watch. I'm interested to see what the answer for Sony is on the uh, Games Pass or PlayStation Now or whatever they're going to call it. Yeah, we should, we should see in about six months. Like, we'll, we'll hear about it before then. Don't, don't misunderstand yeah. me. We will hear about it before then, officially. We've already heard about it over and over, just unofficially. Uh, but we should know, like, what it entails and costs sometime in the next six months. Final Fantasy XI, there are new interviews up on the Vanadiel site. We are Vanadiel. As we close in on the 20th anniversary, I'm still super excited. We know there's an announcement coming, gents. We've known for a while. I'm going to put you on the spot right now. We've talked this back and forth. Like, what could it be? Like, is it this? Is it this? There was the mobile game working, being worked on by Nexon, and then that was canceled, you know. What is the announcement, Kronos? What is happening for Final Fantasy XI's anniversary? I, you're kind of putting me on the spot because yep. I don't really keep up with this much at all, anyways. Because I just don't play the game. I, if I had to guess, well, I'd you're a terrible person. Like, then you're a terrible person. I, <laughs> I, I gave it. I tried, dude. I, uh, I, had, I spent more time installing it than I spent playing it. You are, you are an uncultured uh, heathen, is what it is. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'll keep sipping my Final Fantasy fourteen wine. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, I assume it's got to be like some content of some sort. I don't think it's going to be anything crazy big. Like, I'm not, I don't think it's going to be some new expansion or anything, but maybe you get like a patch or something. I, I don't know. How about a full remaster? That's a lot. That's to, to put on a game but that's that old. I don't know, <laughs> especially if it's that big. I, I would probably say a patch is probably that. I feel like that's still hopeful, but I don't know. I don't think you're getting the remaster. Or so by by patch, like let's let's play, we got to narrow you down here. Um, an expansion? No, not that big. Not Probably that more big. like some extra story content, maybe some new side stuff, maybe like. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna get any okay. like content as new far as like NMs. <laughs> maybe, but I don't think you're gonna get like more leveling content or anything like that, or or like a <laughs> wide story. I I think it's gonna be something the Abari, smaller. <laughs> the Abari clearly it's the return of FX FF eleven on the Xbox platform. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right. So a larger piece of new content, but not an expansion. What about yeah. you, Tark? Where do you put it? What is the announcement that we will hear in the next two and a half months here? I want it to be like no, a full no, remaster. No, 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 no. And then what is it? Uh, like some tie-in pricing bundle with fourteen. Like you know, you pay one price, you get access to fourteen and eleven. That's what I think but it is. Th those I'm, are my two thoughts. I'm with you. I would absolutely love like and it, hey, if they've been working on something, updated graphic engine or what, full reboot or whatever, I'm all here for it. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm with you, Tark. One hundred percent thumbs up. 
But what I think the announcement is end up going to be is that either we're going to see a free-to-play, uh, have it convert to free-to-play, or or have it folded into the X or to the Final Fantasy XIV subscription at some type of super discounted rate. I find the folding thing a little hard to believe, just because their website still sucks ass. Yeah, it really. And does. they need to they need to fix that first <laughs> before they worry yeah. about trying to put a twenty plus year old game into the same service. Hey, speaking of twenty uh, plus year old uh, games, what a segue! Look at you. It's like you're learning yeah. how to do this. Crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. only took a year. Only took a year. Uh, it's almost like maybe I did a podcast at some point. Uh, I know, right? Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe. Uh, Final Fantasy VII turned twenty-five three days ago. I actually had to double-check Square Enix because when I saw the logos, I was like, "There is no way that's right. <laughs> There's just yeah. no way that is right." Went back. Yeah. So there was a celebration stream. No, we did not get any information on no. remake uh, part two. I mean, we got a little statement about it. We'll get to that in a second. But no, no, no substantive news. Here are the new logos. I absolutely love this first one. Love this first one. Uh, nice. Yeah, Niabari, I agree. It is a little weird when I first saw it. I was like, what is Zach doing in the 25th anniversary logo as like key art right there? That's that's a little interesting. We also got this one where we see like the full text version. So the, the art the same, but the text and font changes things up a little bit. I know, They're obviously beautiful. Like Final Fantasy is known for this shit, so... I don't think any surprises there. What we did see, though, <laughs> were promises to milk the cow fucking dry. Uh, and this, <laughs> this coming from the Final Fantasy VII team uh, from uh, Yoshinori Katase, the director and uh, project producer for the Final Fantasy VII remake, and then from Tetsuya uh, Numura. Uh, the character design and project creative director. Continuing on from the release of Final Fantasy VII Remake, Final Fantasy VII The First Soldier has now also opened for service, and next we have Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis, both of those mobile uh, versions, uh, mobile games. Waiting in the wings, too. With all of these exciting new projects, I get a real sense of how more and more people are supporting Seven. Not just the fans of the original game, but also those who never experienced it and being drawn to the unique world of FF7. And there will be even more new FF7 projects that started up after the remake coming in the future, too. The, seem, the team see this 25th anniversary as a waypoint on our journey with 7, and we'll continue pressing ahead to even greater things. So please keep supporting us going forward. There's a danger when you do this. And I don't think they care. That's what scares me a little bit. Like, there is a danger when you milk the cow too much that the cow goes dry. And I just don't think they care anymore. <laughs> I don't think it's even just milking the cow. It's like, we want this cow to also give off a couple calves, and we're going to use that and, and and just use all the parts of this cow to First soldier, get as much as can out of it. I mean... They're publicly, they're saying, uh, you know, it's doing pretty well. They had like over 2 million pre-registered downloads and... Awesome. I mean, I am going to check out Ever Crisis just because it's story yes. content, uh, but I, I'm not going to stick with it long enough to like really purchase much besides the little episodes, if I even purchase them at all. Like if it's not engaging gameplay, then I can't, I'll look up your story. I, you know, I'll <laughs> look it up. I yeah. think there's an awful lot riding on how Ever Crisis does on mobile. It's, we'll say, I'm yeah. to go deep on Ever Crisis. I, I just think if you keep, if you throw enough, like you just keep throwing these darts out, it's really like they know what they have. Oh, and it no doubt. Sucks. It sucks that they know what they have because they're just going <laughs> to do this. But like, personally, I'm the guy in the corner that's like, hey, how about you finish that remake first yeah. that you started before you 
you know, do this because I don't think you can milk the cow dry. I think sure you can. People, you can I sell digital clock buster swords. I'm gonna I, buy that. I, you're acting like people living. aren't gonna buy the shit though. That's it's, the thing. It's, right it's probably this guy right here. Yeah, it's probably sold out before it even goes up it's, on the site for pre-order. That's the thing. It's like it's like you you. I don't see how you can milk it dry. People just buy everything you put out. Yep. It's like you can you give them a little little teeny bit of milk and you say it's like some bougie shit and you're just like here you go fifty dollars. <laughs> And they pay for it because and you it know, comes and, from Martha the and, cow. That's that's. And, oh, and, and, and sometimes I'm that dumbass, so it's like you know, I, I get it, but you know, it just sucks. What I hate is the announcements about announcements. Yeah, yeah. so they that's did talk just... about remake part two, but all they said is, "Hey, we hope to have news for you in the next twelve months." And so they pressed and said, "So this year, you know, because it is February third, right?" So 12 months, 11 of them are going to be in 2022. And they said, hopefully, like we <laughs> hopefully this year, but definitely within the next 12 months. And I'm like, you left yourself a 30 day window, I guess. <laughs> Dude, it's becoming like kind of Kingdom Hearts-esque at this point where it's like, hey, we're doing well, this thing to continue the series. But uh, here's 80 Nomura. other things that you don't give a shit about that are also Final Fantasy VII. And uh, that's what they're doing. That's yeah. Nomura. <laughs> yeah. uh, it just works better. With a little fantasy. update for those of you that are interested in uh, Triangle Strategy. I know I am. I know uh, Tark is. I know Kronos is. We all can't wait to check this out. Go check out their YouTube channel. You can Obviously, you can pre-order the game now if you want. Pre-orders are up for the Nintendo Switch. But all the trailers that we had talked about on previous shows and how we had to like watch the terrible YouTube uh, tra uh, translations from Japanese to English, they started pumping English versions of all of those trailers. Uh, so we've, we've got Benedict Pascal's here, the, the third one. Uh, they have started pumping them all out in English now. So go and check them out. Um, I'm not thrilled with the voice acting like i'm concerned with the voice acting it, everybody in the like this particular trailer by the way uh everybody seemed very droll like they were just reading the line so you know maybe i'll be leaving the japanese voiceovers <laughs> on and just put the subtitles on on the game they're not the youtube subtitles so that'll be all right um and i i chose not to watch these um i'm buying this day one I don't want to be spoiled in any way. And you're want... you're fine. There's yeah. There is you are fine. These are like little <laughs> character introductions. Yeah. If there is something spoiled in there, you are gonna have to dig for it and then play the game enough to dig for it in there to figure out. Oh, that technically spoiled it. Yeah. Don't worry about that. You're fine. You're fine. Okay. Yeah. I I I think these are kind of necessary too. Just to yes. Like... Yeah. Because like this is like some game. Oh, looks like some game great. Of type shit. Faye left Discord. Um, and... Oh, great. Oh, <laughs> now Tark's a unicorn again. Yay! Now Tark's a unicorn. Nintendo <laughs> Switch, by the way, uh, we were going to talk a little more about it, but I, we were going to skip it. Um, let's just say that the cloud-based stuff, not really working. Um, yeah. Particularly for games newer, like Kingdom Hearts 3 and stuff like that, where... Guardians uh, of the Galaxy. Yeah, Eurogamer did, like, a whole breakdown, and it's the frame rates and exactly what we said. <laughs> exactly what we said, that this was not going to go well and was overpriced for something that wasn't going to go well. Let's slide over and do Love It or Leave It. For those of you new here, joining us on YouTube or on any one of uh, iTunes, Spotify, Audible, whatever, thank you so much. Consider a like, consider a follow, all that fun stuff. But this is how we end every episode of The Relic Grind with Love It or Leave It. It's where I give you something Square Enix related. Could be a game, could be a press release, could be something they did, could be a piece of something inside a game, whatever the hell I want. And you have to tell me, love it or leave it there is no middle ground on this love it you want more of it leave it you never want to see it again today we're going to harken back to our final fantasy 14 discussion and chronos the final fantasy 14 forums in total all of it love them or leave them 
I had to say it that way because he was going to be like, well, I think it's a great place for them to post questions (laughs) for live letters, but that's about it. (laughs) No, this is really easy for me because this place is a dumpster fire. I think the last time I posted on the Final Fantasy XIV forums was when I killed, like, some coil fight back when, like, that was how you, like, showed people how you killed the fights. You had to, like, take a screenshot. Uh, Yeah. It sounds like you were sending away for your Atari patch. Look at my score. (laughs) You know, it's like I, back then it was all server based, so it was kind of like a prestigious thing. It's like, hey, look, my team is like the third or fourth team in the forum. Like, whatever. It, the forums are a dumpster fire. They suck. I don't understand how the the Japanese people actually use them as much as they do to like actually yeah, do it's things. It's very a cultural um, thing. Yeah. So I, 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 it's an easy leave it for me. It's it's good for a laugh every now and then. Tark, love it or leave it. Final Fantasy fourteen forums. I understand they have their place and, you know, people want to have a place to be heard. But, yeah, this is a big leave it. It's dumpster fire. Push that fire down the road. Blow it up. It's it's bad. I mean, when you get in questions for letter of producer that go along lines of, can we get brighter and more vibrant purples and oranges? I'm like, really? That's really what you want to ask? Like, that's that's your pressing thing? Like, just I leave it. it I don't really go on to there. Oh, I love them. I love them. <laughs> I don't send them anywhere. Love them, and it's yes. Uh, where do I sign up? Where do I sign up? Why well, you sign up on the, uh, on the forums? Yeah, you sign up on the forums. <laughs> but yeah, why do you? Why would you want to get rid of that? Come on, you slow down when there's a traffic accident, and it's not because you're trying to be safe. You rubberneck. You look. You try and see. Oh my, there's a dead body over there. Everybody okay? Oh my God, look at that bumper. Look at that tire. <laughs> wonder what happened the, there. The thing is, there's that, so much of it that you just get desensitized. You're like, this is just no, nonsense. No, no. There's also Reddit. Reddit exists. No. Reddit, yeah. Well, Reddit, so. Reddit, we do on this show periodically. We do our It yeah. Came From yeah. Reddit segments. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, oh, the, we should do an It Came From The Forums segment. Oh, okay. God. All right. I, I love that. the forums. I, that, just that because they are a mess. Just because they are a mess. Chat, okay. don't go anywhere. Right after the show, we'll be going live with one of our volunteer streamers here on Ready Check Radio, who I love very, very much. I mean, I'm not, I, not, I'm not like, yeah, like I'm not saying, hey, I love Faye. I, I love all the volunteer streamers. But Faye, I do love you too. So welcome, welcome. What are you streaming tonight? Uh, back to Aliens Isolation. How are you I have to finish it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm slow. I talk too much. I spend a lot of time hiding in lockers, chatting. Um, I, I, but we're having a good time, so we'll get there eventually. You have to. So I guess running, the strategy of running did not work then last time. Oh, huh? it did. It did. Oh, oh that, got, that got me straight through it. <laughs> yeah, we just, we booked it straight to the elevator. Boom, done. Cleared that hurdle first 30 seconds of the stream. It was great. Chat, don't go anywhere. Fade Death will be going live right after the show. We'll be back next Thursday with another episode of The Relic Grind, 7 p.m. Thursday evening. Don't miss Gaming Gumbo this Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That's our weekly gaming wrap-up show where I'm sure we'll go more in-depth on the Sony Bungie deal and all kinds of news from this week in gaming. Until next week, Kronos, where can everybody find you, my friend? Yeah, same as always. Uh, Twitter, not not too terribly much going on. You could maybe I'll post some more gifts about how excited I am that Tom Brady retired. So, you oh my al- God, you and me both. You can also find him on the <laughs> Final Fantasy XIV forums under the handle. <laughs> no. You actually might be able to find me there. You just a poster, all it'll be like ten plus years old or something. <laughs> Tark, what about you? Uh, you can find me at Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all at Tarkoth Gaming. Uh, also Saturday nights here on Ready Check Radio. We're uh, trying to get through tales of rise so that we can maybe play triangle strategy when it comes out you better hurry up i know i'm mike Byrne. you can follow me personally right there at magic man one but more importantly follow at rc radio on twitter r-a-i-d-e-o and you'll always know every time we go live with a podcast or one of our streamers headed into the fray maybe against an alien and you can come hang out and help stay safe we'll see you on the servers